0: We likely all know the story of Hurricane Sandy, or what was also known locally as Superstorm Sandy. If you need a refresher, I urge you to listen back to my two-part episode of this podcast from October 25th and 29th. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History from the Weather Network in Canada. So although Hurricane Sandy is one of the worst storms to ever hit New Jersey, the Ash Wednesday storm of 1962 is actually known as the worst storm to hit New Jersey, this day in weather history. 50 years before Sandy's devastation, the great Atlantic coastal storm from March 5th to 9th of 1962 battered the mid-Atlantic coast of the United States. This storm was particularly bad because it did not move for three days. So yes, Sandy affected more people given the much larger population density of 2012 versus 1962. And yes, it did claim the lives of 37 people and damaged close to 350,000 houses and assorted buildings, but Sandy moved in and moved on with the storm surge acting almost as a tsunami, doing the real damage. Ash Wednesday storm of 1962 moved in and parked itself over the affected coast, unleashing a non-stop torrent of rain, accompanied by strong wind, resulting in punishing surf and land erosion. In the end, the storm killed 40 people, injured over 1,000 more, destroyed 1,793 homes, and damaged another 16,782. Again, the damage numbers are not as great as Sandy, but then there simply wasn't the density in place to the same effect. It did, however, kill and injure more people, as I noted. Remember that this day in weather history can be enjoyed a number of ways. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider, but there is also the daily podcast video short. They were shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. And oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. (laughs) So after listening to the full story, go back and check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history so what happened March 4th 1962 the storm began its initial development along a cold front near the southeast coast of the states typical for lows to form in these warmer waters bordering North Florida and South Carolina where it gets nasty is when it collides with a dynamically colder and drier large ridge of high pressure over Atlantic Canada And then, when you factor in the force of an upper-level low that was pressing over the Ohio Valley, we had a recipe for big things to develop. Oh, and they did. The storm went on to collide with the ridge, as we would have expected. This pressure and temperature gradient, which was great, produced hurricane-force wind gusts along the mid-Atlantic coast. Now, we must consider the direction that these fierce winds were coming from. They were racing over an unobstructed 970-kilometer-long fetch that leveled a steady flow of winds from the Atlantic Ocean, producing over 9-meter-high waves. The storm affected some Mideast and Inland states, but the Mid-Atlantic states and New England got by far the worst of it. In Norfolk, Virginia, two-and-a-half-meter tides flooded thousands of cars and damaged thousands of houses. New York also received high waves and tides up to 6.1 meters, which washed away about 100 houses and flooded coastal roads. In New Jersey, more specifically along the Jersey Shore, wind gusts reached 117 kilometers per hour. High waves changed the state's coastline. Five areas in Long Beach Island were totally flooded. Around 4,000 homes were either destroyed and another 40,000 were severely damaged. Along with that, and like in the Sandy Storm, Atlantic City flooded and about 2,000 stranded residents needed to be evacuated by army trucks and helicopters. The state suffered huge damage in property and lives. Then President John F. Kennedy declared several areas as disaster areas and in the end there were 14 fatalities and 12 who went missing, assumed swept out to sea. This day in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system, and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way, we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there. Very same podcast homepage you're listening on you'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is March 7th, but starting today, actually back in 2008 and continuing relentlessly until the 10th, was what has come to be known as the great North American blizzard of 2008. It was so big, it was continental. And it's all tomorrow on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.